0: We are Sarah and Laura. We are doulas, mothers, women, wives, and entrepreneurs. We love a lot of things. The gym, food, coffee, health, kombucha, our families, and our friends. We are so committed to being authentic, honest, and vulnerable and showing up here just the way we are. We promise to never positive
1: wash anything, but please know that we are wholeheartedly committed to radically thriving. With this podcast, we hope to connect on a deeper level and talk about hard stuff. Ultimately, we want women and mothers to know deeply who they are and what makes them feel happy.
0: Whether you're getting into a bath or taking us on a walk
1: with you. Or maybe you're commuting to work. We are honored that you chose our podcast to listen to. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> This is only going to be funny if these podcasts are in the right order. <laughs> Just like now you fight comment. over who says hi first. Hi, <laughs> Laura. Hi. Um, we are doing another birth story today. And we have my friend Michelle on, who's a client and a friend who I had an Instagram crush on forever. And now I'm so happy that we're real friends.
0: And- <laughs> I remember when she emailed us and I didn't even try. I was like. <laughs> This one's yours, obviously, because you're in love with her. Yeah. So, oh my God. <laughs> I'll just be back here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I took <take> you. <laughs> Hi, Michelle. Hi. You're hilarious.
2: <laughs> oh, thanks for having me on, guys. How are you doing? How's life with three? Really good, actually. The transition from two to three was significantly easier than what I anticipated. One to two was really hard for me, but things have been good. Yeah. I've heard that before that
0: the, the two to three, you're like, whatever, we're already already outnumbered Mm -hmm. tricks and tips to like, you know, make it happen. One to two is the the big. Yes. Yeah. I feel
2: like, you know, I've been, been there, done that less stress, right. You just kind of take it as it comes and you don't worry so much about all the little stuff. So yeah.
0: Good. (laughs)
1: Sure. So let's dive right in. Um, Tell us about Emmett's birth and Quinn's birth, Okay, what led you to your plan for birth number three? And then
2: what yep. happened? <laughs> so with my son, he is now six. Um, and when I first got pregnant with him, you know, you, you learn from like your, your mom and like other women in your life. And she always kind of said, you know, oh, you can do it natural. This is what the woman's body is meant to do. Like she had us natu- naturally. And it was just like, that's how I envisioned um, giving birth. And I didn't do anything to prepare for that at all. I just assumed this is what my body can do. It'll hurt, but it'll be fine. I was very naive with the whole process. (laughs) So I go into labor with him. Um, It was all back labor. It was a very long, drawn out labor. My water broke right away before any contractions started. So I headed right to the hospital. So the entire duration of laboring was in the hospital, which now looking back obviously isn't ideal. Um, (laughs) The back labor was horrible. It went... It it, it was painful and I just couldn't do it anymore. It was about 18 hours after my water broke that I kind of, not gave up, but just decided I I can't continue like this. So I got the epidural, everything went great, delivery smooth, awesome. And then three years later with Quinn, I'm like, no, I'm going to do it this time. I'm going to do my natural birth. I can't wait to do this. Right. Then I got a midwife that time. My first one was an OB and then same thing, just didn't really prepare for it. Now it's like, okay, like now I know what the pain is like. I kind of have a better understanding of it but I still didn't do anything really to prepare myself. So come around again, um, same exact thing. Um, back labor again, um, this labor wasn't as long. It was a couple hours shorter, but still quite long. This one was I think 18 and a half hours. Um, and then yeah, again, labor delivery, everything went great. Just painful long and wasn't able to do it naturally I got the epidural again and the epidural was the best thing in the entire world I was like (laughs) I should have just asked this right from the get-go this is amazing um and then this time I'm like no like I really really want to have the experience of a natural birth like it means a lot to me I don't quite really know why um it's not like you get an award or anything but I really just wanted to experience that in life and so this time I was committed to doing everything I can to prepare to be able to birth um without medication so I started doing yoga every single day I think it was about 12 weeks when I started um it's rare that I went a day without doing prenatal yoga um I saw I started doing pelvic floor work um I saw a pelvic floor therapist for that and continued that at home um and then things like practicing my breathing is a really big part of it and the pelvic floor like the breathing to control that was a really I think a really big part in this for me along with the yoga Um, and then this time I had got you as a doula as well, again, a midwife, um, and I just felt like insanely prepared this time. You had everything all lined up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, if my body can't, or if I can't physically do this, if the pain is too much again, at least I know, like I have done everything I could to like, to try and do this. So, but which ended up happening. (laughs) So this time, and I, oh, and I, and so I assume like, well, if I'm not in the hospital and I don't have the epidural readily available, I'm more likely not to have it so that's when I kind of shifted to thinking okay I should do a home birth this is my third baby first two were totally like uncomplicated no issues like I feel like I'm the perfect candidate for a home birth I've never had any issues at all and then so the entire pregnancy with Ashton my my third everything was smooth sailing just like the others Um, it was all good and then it was what was it week 37 I think it was week 37 all of a sudden things changed Um, During one of the midwife visits, it all started because yeah, she thought she had heard an arrhythmia in her heart. So I was sent for like a late-term ultrasound, which I had never had with um, Emmett and Quinn. And then during that ultrasound, heart was totally normal, which is great, but then it was kind of brought like a flag that um, she was the baby was very, very little. And then that's kind of when, you know, they started talking about the chances of IUGR, Um, and they wanted me to go back for recheck scans. Um, and during this whole thing, Emmett was six pounds, one ounce and Quinn was six pounds, eight ounces. So they were, and how tall are you? How tall am I? Yeah. Five, two. Yeah. So, and Angus isn't that much taller than me either. Like we're, we're fairly little and I'm used to having little babies, Yeah. but I've never had like a late term ultrasound to inform me that they were going to be little. They were just healthy and little. So this time, you know, they were they became quite concerned about how little she was and then whether or not we should induce, they didn't want me to wait, those kind of things. So it became like, I might not get a home birth. And then all of a sudden within like a day, it was like, you're definitely not having a home birth. Like my midwife wasn't comfortable with it anymore. Um, And then, so I was quite, honestly, I was quite devastated hearing that. I prepared yeah. so hard for this and I had it, you know, uh, this plan. I know you really can't plan birth and I shouldn't have, but I had this really like, Set in my My heart when I was in the yeah. It really was. I was very excited and and I there was this whole drama with our house that we were trying to move into. And it was just it was crazy. Anyway, so um I wrapped my head around that, that I no longer was going to have the home birth. I was going to be in the hospital. Um, and, you know, I came to terms with that and that's all fine. And then do you want me to get into what happened at the hospital? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. It was the best thing ever? <laughs> so it was like yeah. the, the best of both worlds. Tell the whole glided. story. Yeah. It was amazing. So then, okay. So when they wanted me to be induced, I didn't want to go, you know, full blown, like, um, Pitocin and like get induced right away. I kind of wanted to do it a little bit more. I don't Naturally, I don't know how to yeah. how you would say that. So yeah. they did the Foley catheter um, on a Friday night. We left it over the weekend to see if the Foley would help things, um, you know, move along or start to move along, um, which it did, which was great. And then when I was checked Monday, I had my induction set for Monday. I'm trying mm-hmm. to go through that timeline. Um, I had a, a check with my midwife. I had already started dilating a little bit. Um, and then what happened? That and was then like I ended the up afternoon, getting- right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I ended up getting a call. It was around nine or ten. Yeah, PM. it was late. Yeah, yeah. And then so when I got in there to have my induction, they checked me again, and I think what was I around? five yeah centimeters something like that yeah which is oh and i had a stretch and sweep in there as well in between those in the between the foley and induction there was also a stretch and, and sweep. were you having fractions when you went in for the induction already very mild very very mild not regular yeah and i was i think they said five to six at that point and then um for the first time i didn't have back later labor i remember thinking wow like this is what it feels like. It was like in my legs and in my abdomen, which was really cool. Like it hurt, but it was a it was different than yeah. in my back. It was a lot nicer. Even though it was way horrible. nicer. Yeah. It was way nicer. Yeah. The back was horrible. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. Um, and then and then yeah, things started, you know, picking up and I just and at one, oh, and it was quite late at this point. I think it was maybe around, I don't even know, midnight. And I was just, I was just so tired, but I didn't want to wait. I was just like, oh, I'm not going to have the energy to labor naturally. I have really long labors. like, this is good. I started like getting into my head in the middle of contractions. I'm like, I'm just going to get the epidural. I'm just going to end up getting, going to do this because like I'm exhausted. I can barely keep my eyes open. Just kept trucking along and then things started picking up. You came upstairs and then uh, we got, I got into the tub and right, I wanted a water birth at home. Yes. My whole plan was to have a water birth, um, not just a home birth. Yeah, and then, um, so when I was in the tub, it was like amazing, absolutely amazing. It took it, it, like subsided pain. Everything was great, and I just kept thinking like. I don't, I, I feel like I'm not progressing. I feel like I'm not progressing because that's what was happening with Emmett Quinn. They would check me and then I wasn't making any progress, even though, you know, that last hour I was like dying of pain. And then to be told I haven't really changed anything, right? Like my uterus is fatiguing and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I was terrified of being told that again, because I just, I didn't want to be told that I wasn't progressing. So I was checked once and I think, what did she say? I think my midwife just said, um, You're doing great, or something. Yeah, didn't you want to not know? Yeah, I didn't want to know where I was, but she just kept saying, I'm doing great. And I keep thinking, like, you're lying. Like, I know I'm not doing great. Like, it's got to be like, I probably am not making any headway here. Yeah. And then, you know, things continued to go. And quite quickly, I feel like it happened, like, out of nowhere. It was just like something changed. Like, I, I don't, I can't even describe what it felt like. It was like something really strong in my pelvis I don't know why it, I couldn't like connect what was happening but her head must have just like dropped down and I was terrified <laughs> I was I was honestly so scared I'm sure you I remember the moment so well I was so scared I was all of a sudden like I cannot do this like there's no way that I could do this right now and I'm just and you guys were so calm you you were there my, my midwife Angus and I felt like no one was really saying anything everyone was just so calm and i'm like in my mind screaming like why is no one like getting me out of the tub i think the baby's coming like something's wrong something's happening right now It, i'm like i didn't even know what to do and on the outside we have music going there's twinkle yeah light. it's dark everybody's quiet <laughs> yeah and then out of nowhere i think i had my hand down there and i could i could feel feel her head and I was just like holy shit like the head the head's coming and you were so calm and Beth was so calm and and I think I just gave like one push it was either one or two pushes yeah Yeah, it was was very quick and then I'm like her head's out and someone said like take just take her just like just deliver her and I was like what I'm like okay and, like she just comes out and like I think I was just in shock for like an hour like I just couldn't believe that had happened which you're not supposed to do at the hospital you're not supposed to have babies in the tub yeah I was like I, I felt like it a little badass it. there <laughs> I love when Laura called after and she's like we just had a baby in the tub yeah it was the best <laughs> It was just the best experience of my whole life. It met. It was just. It was quite. It was incredible. Yeah. And nobody came in and yelled at us. It no.
1: Was- <laughs> yeah. I don't know if there was extra paperwork after for Beth, maybe, but
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think there was. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It, was- yeah. it was. It was incredible though, and she was great. She was little, um, but yeah, no, no issues. Everything was awesome. She's just. You guys got right to on. go home. When did you? How long did you stay? Four hours. We left yeah. four hours later which is wild. Yeah. Yeah. With Emmett, I stayed 24 hours and with Quinn 48 hours and little Miss Ashton only four. So yeah. So crazy. So what was it like, like feeling all of it? So I never felt the ring of fire. I was scared of that. I don't know why that is the one thing that was terrified, but I don't remember feeling anything like that. It was just crazy pressure. I kind of felt like I was. I don't know how graphic I should be on here. I felt like I was being oh, split as graphic you want. Front, Okay, front to back. I felt like I was being split front to back when her when she was just sitting in there.
0: Yeah. I
2: don't remember like when the shoulders and, and the rest came out. I don't remember that being painful. I just remember the the intense pressure once she dropped and then the the push of having her head come out. It, it was really painful, but like incredible. It was incredible. Do you have any caring? uh yes I think it was like a mild second degree
1: yeah
2: which I might add like I, te- I tore with Quinn as well and I had an epidural so that was like n- a breeze with no yeah. epidural that, nice. Yeah. that the was nice that was not nice at all no <laughs> yeah yeah did but,
0: they help uh, you get out for the placenta
2: or did you do the placenta in the tub or how did that go I was in bed when the plus plac- right I was yeah I was in bed when the placenta came. Yeah, out.
1: but you stayed in the tub like a good 10. I did.
2: Minutes. I did. Oh, so I didn't just a like a with my mouth open. The did you walk, walk? to the <laughs> bed?
0: Yeah. Yes. And it didn't yeah. what well, you didn't feel any heaviness in your pelvic bowl when you were walking.
2: I don't think so. I don't No, I think I was in shock. <laughs> but yeah. No, I don't remember feeling I do, anything really.
1: I remember you being real pissed about the repair.
2: Oh, I, yeah, it was like, what do you mean? Like when it was happening,
1: like, just like this sucks. Yeah. Talks about this.
2: Yeah. No, it was, it was quite, I was like, I remember saying this is almost worse than like the, the unmedicated delivery. It's not, but it was, you know, sharp pains. Yeah.
1: You feel like everything's (laughs) supposed to be over and then they're down there. messing bits.
2: Yeah. 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 No, (laughs) it wasn't nice, but. That's (laughs) That's fine.
1: <laughs> wow. What, a would do it what advice would you have for somebody who like has their heart set on a plan and then mm-hmm. something goes off the plan?
2: Well, I would say, let yourself grieve the plan that you no longer get to have, because I feel like my advice would be totally different before going through this, but I needed to like grieve that it was about, a, it was a weekend that I was quite upset and I didn't. When I was told that it might not go that way, I was still really optimistic and positive. Like, it's fine. If it doesn't go that way, like, that's fine. I, you know, like no big deal. But then when I was told, no, it's not happening, it's just like something switched and I got quite like depressed about I it. Was for so worried about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, and I'm surprised. I, I am surprised. Hormones, I'm sure, and everything played a role, but I was surprised it affected me as much as when it did. So my advice would be, let yourself feel that way. Let yourself, you know, grieve what you are losing essentially and then you have to shift your mindset for me I went through like I might as well just like have a c-section like I'm not excited about this anymore like I, there was so many negative thoughts that I was having, which is so silly looking back on it and then I was just like the one day I'm like, no, like okay, it's gonna be fine. everything will be fine. you just gotta like change gears and it was amazing. it was the best it was the most amazing experience and I'm grateful for it and especially like, if it didn't turn out that way, if there was a concern with her, I was in the right place for that to happen. And I was aware of that. And I, I didn't, I wasn't upset. It's hard to explain. Yeah. I am glad I was there. It was yeah. just like, yeah. Cause you were, you like
1: were worried like, about her. Like you were worried. I was about
2: worried about her. her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I was, I obviously I wasn't going to say like, no, like I'm going to have her at home. No, I was going to do the best most the recommended best thing for her for just in case right so which Mm -hmm. is where i was and she was healthy and that's great it was like best case scenario all around it worked out really well but yeah let yourself feel all the feels and then make yourself change gears and like just try and think of like the positive things that's still going to come from this right at the end of the day the most important thing is your baby being healthy and being there with you so got to focus on that
1: yeah um how's your healing been amazing And talk to me about the silverettes.
2: Oh, the silverettes! Yeah, Yeah. those are that. Those are great. So I was hesitant. So this, the company reached out to me on Instagram and offered to send me a pair. And so I asked a few questions about it. And when they said, "No, you don't. You're not going to wear any nipple creams, no ointments, just these," I was like, "Ooh!" Like with Emmett and Quinn, I had bleeding cracks, like the little blisters. Like it was, it was hard with both of them. And I remember thinking, "Wow, that's a commitment to like." Try these and not do any ointments and stuff because I need the prescription one before. And so I was kind of hesitant. And then when I got them in the mail, I'm like, okay, like I looked them up. They're the healing properties of silver and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, I'll, I'll give it a go. They're antibacterial, antimicrobial. I think there's a bunch of stuff. So you wear them, they're little silver nipple cups, and you wear them 24 7 unless you're breastfeeding or in the shower. Essentially, you wear them non stop outside of that. And I kid you not, not once, not a single crack, no bleeding. Um, I still had the normal pain associated with breastfeeding for the first like week and a half, um, which was how it was the first two as well. So that doesn't change, but absolutely no damage to the nipple at all. Um, it felt moist all the time. Like they felt like there was cream on them. Um, and yeah, like no bleeding, no cracks, anything like that. They're amazing. I would definitely recommend them to any breastfeeding mom. And, and great, the old, yeah.
0: you look like you have great madonna boobs all this i was
2: just gonna say that's the, for me that's a downfall is <laughs> that i i need to wear like extra padding in my bras or else it, looks it was like a kitty really, heart on all day yeah it's exactly. very very noticeable like yeah. with a white
0: t-shirt in the summer yeah. it's a solid i
2: can't imagine it looks so silly and like when like someone would hug me, I would like feel them push because oh. it's like metal cups. Right. Right. But the only, and the nice thing is, is that when you would take your shirt off and on and stuff, I felt like there was always a bit of like protection there Yeah. when they're so that whole thing is so new. Right. So no, they're great. I love them. And did Ashton end up having a tongue tie? Lip and tongue. And um, tongue. I got the lip revised with laser. Yeah. That went great. And then she just did a little bit of the front of the tongue. Um, I was hesitant to do the full thing because the recovery wasn't great with my daughter with doing the full tongue and things have been awesome. Yeah Oh she's talking.
0: I'm
2: oh, gonna say hi <laughs> yeah. Hi Oh, I know that oh, right light. That's <laughs> Hello Say hey, hi. She's the mother. She's the most chill. Like easygoing, sweet little lady. Like you're very Aww. different than my first two. <laughs> All yeah, bad. number
0: three, Laura, they, Yeah, had a baby. Yeah. should have my my bad. third boy. We would just like I'd feed him, toss him on the couch. He'd wake up four yeah. hours later. I was like, "Who is this kid?" Wow, my yeah. two would run laps around him. Chill, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In as a big
2: sister. They oh, they both love her. She, yeah. she's awesome. There's a bit of like face poking and pinching and stuff. Sometimes I think she's just trying to get my reaction, I think. Um, but otherwise loves helping my son's obsessed with her too. Like, yeah, it's, it's definitely, she feels like the, the piece of the puzzle for our family. Yeah. And this
1: is your first COVID baby because there's quite a bit of years between Quinn and Ashton.
2: Basically three between all of them.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what has that been like having a baby during COVID? Um,
2: I feel like there hasn't been that much of a noticeable difference for me. I'm at home anyways, um, you know, in my with the remote learning and stuff. So it's been busy because we went through another period of that. So Emmett was at home, but I have we live very close to my family. My family is three minutes away um, and I've got lots of friends in the area. So, yeah, I feel like for me personally, it hasn't felt too much different, except I can't get her in for her vaccines. I've had four oh. calls already to my pediatrician trying to get her in for her first like her two month vaccines the irony yet- the Hi. irony of the fact that you can't get your baby yes! For its- oh, get vaccines yes right I never thought of that yeah <laughs> so other than that I know there's there's a lot going on they're busy short staff I'm sure but yeah. that's the most the biggest annoyance so far in terms of her with COVID. yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm just yeah yeah and so I know Angus isn't here with us to reflect on your three births but what would he yeah. say was most different about your third birth compared to your other two
2: I don't know I don't think I've even asked him that he just he literally just walked in the door maybe I can catch him hey Angus <laughs> Put on I'm phone. on camera and it's recording right now just so you know but um with Ashton what would you say is the biggest difference between the birth with her and Emmett and Quinn like do you mean in in terms of me laboring or for him even for him as a support person like yeah what was the biggest difference for you with the three verse with ashen i don't know they're all pretty similar they're all pretty similar (laughs) i think the one thing like with Emmett and Quinn you were doing he was doing a lot of like the hip squeezes yeah and those kinds of things you did that this time as well
1: he was rubbing right? your back he was doing a really good job yeah. rubbing your back he when was you were
0: yeah
2: yes and I think with watching- Emmett and Quinn, when he's watching
0: you go through that transition piece where you're feeling like I don't think I can do this I don't have this guys like what was that feeling like for him compared to the other two? We just find often men are more comfortable watching their partner have an epidural because then they're like, okay, she's fine. She's, she's safe. safe. She's good. Yeah. She's not in too much pain. But he watched you go through the whole thing with this one. Has he reflected on that? I think maybe it was kind of a little bit of the reverse. I think this time I could see
2: that she's going to be able to do it. But the other two times you could tell that it was like, stop dead there. And- <laughs>
1: You can't hear him yeah tell him to come on camera oh we
2: can't oh they can't hear you sorry he Whoa. he literally just walked in the door from work it's <laughs> um, okay if you're dirty
1: it's not going he, on we aren't going to put the
2: video no, up come on. <laughs> oh there's no oh okay here, here. okay say not that naked, again.
1: are you then we're good <laughs>
2: no
1: okay say what you just said
0: again uh just the fact that with ashton i think i felt like i could see in her face that she could still kind of do it like was gonna be able to push through it.
2: But with Emmett and Quinn, there was that spot in her face where she was like, no, this is no. stop dead. I need an epidural now. Yeah. Sort of thing. So um, you knew I could you could tell I could do it this time. Yes. Time. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And Angus, how did you feel about the popsicle blowjob? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look, uh, can I just say I I distinctly remember as I'm putting in my mouth, thinking I know what this looks like. I know what they're thinking, and I don't care. I, it was a popsicle I've ever had in my entire life. I needed that so bad. I'm like, I'm just, I'm going for it. I don't care what they think. It was amazing, and I know exactly I knew how bad it looked. I'm like, that's just how I need to eat it right now, and I'm just going with it. <laughs> I feel like
1: it's a moment that Angus and I will
0: always share that we got to witness that. I was Laura's other, like, oh, I,
2: don't
0: I don't know. Know. <laughs> she says to me, I, okay, so one, a hospital birth and yeah. had a baby in the tub. Yeah. That was amazing. And then part two was I have never wished I had a penis before. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Hold <on a> moment. <laughs>
1: Even when (laughs) I was making that reel the other day about looking like a goddess in birth, like actually you are one of the ones that I picture because you did look (laughs) so beautiful the whole time.
2: Oh my God. Oh my God. That's not true. Which is crazy. Oh, that's so funny. You're hilarious. I don't think that's true at all. <laughs> I'm looking <laughs> in the mirror after and thinking, oh my God.
0: <laughs> oh, but-
2: it's in a different way. It's yeah. maybe not in a
0: traditional, yes. sexy kind of sexual way, but yes. there's something so beautiful about the female yes. form. And then there's just, you know, there's a flushness, there's yeah. your puffy lips, there's the moaning. Um, you know, when someone's in a lot of pain and grimacing and scrunchy, that's a very mm-hmm. different look than someone who's like leaning into it and mm-hmm. who's doing it. You know?
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I totally, I totally get that. That's that is the one thing with this with Ashton. I absolutely leaned into it and like, oh, I- thank you. I leaned into it and like let it happen whereas with Emmett and Quinn I fought it I fought it so hard in my shoulders my jaw my fists everything in me was like trying to fight the pain and I don't think I ever breathed through a single contraction with them and this time I felt like I was effectively breathing through everything and that would be my biggest recommendation to someone is look Practice the breathing. It matters. Like it, you yeah. have to be able to breathe through it because yeah, holding your breath and clenching, like it won't do you any favors. So
0: mm-hmm. it's good advice. It is good advice. Yeah. It's a really welcome the contractions to let them yeah. do their work and yeah. yeah let it be yeah. there. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. We'll
1: let you guys get on with your day. We have one last question that we ask everybody. Um yeah. if you could put up a billboard. What would what would the billboard say to the world about anything?
2: oh oh be kind just be kind to people yeah just be nice nice that's really
1: good advice what about you i don't
2: know trying to put them on the spot surprise you're on the (laughs) podcast
1: angus would just be a thumbs up being like yeah yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs)
1: all right guys thanks so much for being on here
2: thank Thank you for inviting us (laughs) tantrum yeah i know that's awesome amazing (laughs) Yeah, yeah right. we lucked out. All right, bye,
1: Stay ladies. Bye. Take bye. care. We would just love it if you would take the time to leave us a five star rating, a review. If you'd subscribe to our show, you can screenshot it while you're listening to us and even share it on the gram.
0: Remember, you are important too disclaimer, we are not medical professionals. Everything said here is our own opinion and not to be taken as medical advice. We do not take any responsibility from the outcomes of you taking our advice. Please seek medical advice from your trusted healthcare professionals.